welcome to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. We're talking today to Joe DeMace, the Managing Director of Web Central Group. It's on the ASX as WCG. Joe, welcome to the program. Hi, Justin. Thank you for having me. Okay, so for those investors who are not familiar with Web Central Group, can you get us started by telling us about the business, please? Yeah, sure. So um, Web Central's origins was uh, the original uh, Melbourne IT, which is one of the first uh, domain registries uh, in Australia, or the only the original domain registry in Australia. So, you know, it's um, it's you know your www.5gn.com.au. Um, so you yep. register your your website domain with uh, originally it was Melbourne IT. Uh, Melbourne IT did a number of acquisitions. Um, they bought a digital business. They also bought a another domain business called uh, Net Registry. Uh, they've also bought another uh, a company in New Zealand called Domains with an S. So there's there's sort of four brands sitting under that Web Central uh, that Web Central group. Uh, predominantly, half the revenue is. Um, is from domain registrations. And um, the business has just gone through an acquisition process, 5GN, also on the ASX, which you uh, which you run and lead, uh, took over Web Central Group. Um, let's, let's get into the details of the acquisition. What was it, um, from your perspective, that made Web Central such an attractive proposition? Yeah, look, it's the, probably the key to it was the uh, the annuity or sticky revenue that uh, that the business had with the domain name hosting. Um, it also does email, uh, provides email services, website hosting, website building, and some digital some digital services as well around websites. So I mean, that's that's um, you know three hundred thirty thousand customers managing over five hundred thousand domains. So from a five GM perspective, where a a cloud network, you know, licensed telecommunications carrier it was a, a very large customer for us. So we knew that um, it, it, Web Central requires a lot of the, the core 5GN services. So for us, it was like acquiring a, a large customer. Um, we probably watched it for, you know, a couple of years now. And then we spent 12 months doing uh, due, due diligence on the, uh, the business during COVID. So, um, that kind of kept us uh, kept us busy during that that period when you couldn't do much else. Um, yeah, and you know we really liked the business. We could see a lot of opportunities. Um, it probably lost a bit of focus. There was a an enterprise part of the business that was probably more of the focus. They, um, I think they they uh, they were interested in the digital part and, and the growth of, of digital, and and probably lost a bit of focus on what their their core business was, which was the domains the the web hosting and, and the email. So uh, we knew it was, you know, it was uh, a strong business, strong annuity revenue, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we, we really liked it. And so if you were to uh, to look ahead, Joe, for the next, say, 12 months, um, what are some of the milestones that investors should be looking out for? Yeah, look, so we've um, we've gone out to the market and, um, and, and, and given a little bit of, of guidance, sort of a, an EBITDA range of seven to ten million uh, annualised, um, free cash of sort of ten to twelve million. Um, we've got some property leases we're exiting over the um, over the next little while. We've exited one. We're waiting. There's another large one. We're we're still um, 
we're still in the process of, of exiting, so that'll free up some some operating cash. Um, but it's really turning around the uh, the underlying business really good. We've cut some costs, but we want to start growing the business now. Um, so we've we've had to fix up the um, the customer support, um, and we'll just change our direction a little bit around our our marketing, how we go to market, be a bit more aggressive, and and really start to grow the business over the um, over the next little while. So when you talk about uh, growing the business, um, what, what, are, what are some of the things that are on your mind? Oh, look, there's a whole range of additional services we can offer. Um, obviously, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll still stay focused on, on domains because that's when anyone's, um, you know, first sort of wanting to, you know, build a website or, or get online, they, they need to acquire a domain. They usually need email yeah. accounts and they need some assistance to build the website. And then there's hosting of the website. So they're all the the core products of, of Web Central, but there's other additional services. You know, we might push some MBN type services through the Web Central customer base. Um, you know, Microsoft Teams uh, and and Teams calling is is now oh, but using Teams. It, it, that's a good product. Yeah, it now replaces your, your your you know your desk phone, and no one has a desk phone anymore. It's either on your mobile or um, or your computer through a through a headset as we as we're talking now. So. Microsoft Teams is a really viable product for that SMB space. Um, there's there's other hosting, different types of hosting um, services that we're looking to offer. Um, so, you know, there's there's quite a few different uh, products we've got lined up as well as, you know, growing the core parts of the business. Do you reckon, um, particularly small businesses, they're, um, when they're just getting underway, do you think they've got any idea what's involved in finding a domain, hosting a website? I, I, I imagine... Uh, that's one of the things that's often for, forgotten, but is um, it's so important in in the in the building blocks of a business. Yeah, I mean, look, it's um, I mean, I'm a bit of a techie, so I I kind of understand all that. I think, you know, today, especially you know, with teenage kids, and they, you know, they just want a website. They don't want to know about anything else. They just want, them, you know, they just want to build the <laughs> website right. yep. and just have it working. And you know, it can it can't happen fast enough. So you know, we've got to adapt and. Um, you know, be able to offer that service and, and uncomplicated. I think, um, you know, sometimes in the tech sector, we, we overcomplicate things and um, mm. we've got to make it easier for, uh, you know, for, for our clients to, you know, to get online and, and start their e-commerce project in, in the field that they're passionate about. They, you know, they don't care about the tech, they're passionate about whatever it is, um, you know, that they're, that they're building their website for. If you look back at the experience over the past 12 months, um, you know, like 12 months ago, we were deep in the heart of shutdowns and COVID. Everyone was instantaneously told work from home, just you're going to have to make it work. Not sure how to do it. Um, what was your experience in terms of the businesses that were either very prepared or completely unprepared for uh, a remote working environment? Oh, look, I think it happened pretty quickly, right? So um, I think in the technology sector, we, we were used to that, um, you know, that mobile mobile working. Yep. So that was pretty easy for us to to adapt. You know, we've got, um, you know, support offices all around the country for, for 5G networks, so that was fine. I, I guess what we what we saw in, um, you know, with Web Central, we actually seen a bit of an increase in, in domains. Um, mm. Some of the clients, you know, you, you, you really feel for them that, the coffee shops and the smaller retails um, moved away from there or, or stopped their digital spend. Um, yes. Uh, but then there was a lot of people who were going, you know what, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about my job. 
I've got some spare time at home. I might um, build a website and and get online with my e-commerce service and have a bit of a, you know, a side hustle going on or a bit of a, a backup plan in case, um, yeah, you know, the, yeah. these redundancies happen. And look, I guess for the, you know, for those retail um, workers, it probably was the only alternative. Yeah, well, I've I've read a lot where it, um, you know, the lockdown fostered creativity and uh, and tech was at the heart of all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, you know, we're seeing that with, uh, I guess, you know, you know, a bit of employment in Australia. It's, you know, um, some of the techs can now work remotely for US companies where it's probably a little bit more attractive or a better, you know, better pay rate. So that is certainly, um, you know, competitive, competitive space or one of the things that, that I guess people have, um, have changed. So when you look at um, Web Central, how does that fit in uh, with the strategic vision of, of 5GN, the other, the other business that you run? Yeah, so look, like I said, we see them as a um, a very large customer. Um, it was a, I guess, a long process. The uh, the battle there was an existing um, US company called Web.com who was trying to acquire uh, Web Central backed by private equity. They were trying to get a hundred percent, and we we there was also some other parties who were very interested in the in the business and and the asset mm. and who. Who really understood that it was it was undervalued and um, you know quite a cheap acquisition. We had to we had to pay out some bank debt of about forty seven million uh, as a part of the purchase. But if you you strip out that bank debt, we picked up um, you know half of the business for just just for around nine million dollars. So extremely cheap for a business that's you know now run rating at seven to ten million um, you know revenue sort of fifty circular fifty five million. So um, that was a we kind of knew we weren't going to get, um, you know, 100%. But once we once we could get control, um, then we could, you know, uh, really take take benefit of, um, you know, their cloud solutions, move those off public cloud onto our cloud infrastructure, um, offer, you know, a very competitive price to do that. Some of the support we've brought onshore and integrated into, you know, what is core business for 5GN from a technology support perspective. Um, and and just you know really sort of rationalise the business. We've done this before with a, a couple of other businesses, um, you know, where we've significantly increased um, EBITDA, um, you know, f- over over the term as we as we rationalise and and reduce some of those operating costs. So we end up with about fifty five percent of um, of Web Central. Then we did a small equity raise, and we're now sitting around forty five percent of Web Central. But you know, there's there's opportunities there. They've um, they still owe us forty two. Central still owes five GN forty two million dollars. So um, you know we're looking at some sort of debt options around getting some of that cash back to um, you know provide five GN with a bit of acquisition power, or or even if there's an acquisition in Web Central, it'll free up some cash to to do some other acquisitions and continue to grow those businesses. And then we'll just um, you know there's a still quite a way, you know, another sort of six to 12 months to really see the true earnings of what Web Central is going to get, um, going to start producing. Um, so, yep. we, you know, we're sort of keen to just keep operating the status quo and, and cleaning up, um, continue to clean up the business. There's lots of opportunities in the in their console and the back-end infrastructure and, you know, some great uh, people here, DevOps people who, you know, have got some good ideas around, you know, fixing that up, making it more efficient. So, it's quite exciting. Outer, outer, the uh, governing body is going to 
um, open up the .au domain, so where you had, you know. Yeah, now I was going to ask about that. Tell us, tell us about the significance of that, because I'm, I'm certain not everyone really understands what that means. Yeah, so you know, if you've got 5gn.com.au, you can now get 5gn.au, um, and they did that in the UK a few years ago, and they got about a 30% take up rate in the uh, in the .au domain. The .uk UK domain, obviously, over there. Um, And that's about businesses protecting their brand. So, you know, if I'm stockhead.com.au, then I want the stockhead.au. Otherwise, you know, someone will promote that website on Google AdWords and then, you know, all your customers will start going to that other website. So um, there's some, there's still sort of, uh, I guess, uh, regulations that that are out or working through. I think that um, you know, if you've got the .com.au, there's a good chance you'll get first right at the .au. On the AU, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they want to protect um, those those brands that, that already have got that investment in in the .com.au. And, but from a, um, I guess, a registrar perspective, we get, um, if we're hosting the .com.au, then uh, we get to sell the .au. So uh, that protects the, uh, the registrar right. as well. So, um, so we see, you know, we think that there's going to be, a significant uplift in revenue and, and then obviously flow through uh, profitability. So we're doing, you know, development work in the back, background. So we're ready for that when uh, when an outer announce that that's going to, going to happen. And what sort of, um, I mean, how much does all of that cost um, if I'm a, if I'm a business and, and want to get that domain name? Like what's, what's the guide Joe on, uh, or the range? Cause I'm, I'm certain people have out there, tried to buy domain names in the past and uh, they can get quite expensive. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we've got one at the moment um, through a digital agency. We own uber.com.au. Um, Stop it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, now we've got a list of, uh, I guess, domains that we've, uh, that we've, you know, used for our own protection, um, yeah. on, obviously, but, um, um, you know, there, yeah, some quite some good, good, interesting domains there to, to, but yeah, I mean, look, we've seen you know fifty, hundred grand for some of those some of those domains. So, mm. um, and then you have domain brokers, don't you, where people come in and, and manage the whole thing, and they take a uh, a clip of the ticket along the way. Yeah, there's some. Um, I think there's some websites you can go to bid on some different domains. Um, mm. But you know, it's interesting you talk about that. It, it's a real growth area we see uh, is is that domain protection. Um, you know, normally you. Um, you know, be the IT guy who's sort of managing the domains for for a large business, and um, you know, it's it's how do you protect those domains? It's almost like um, you know, intellectual property. They're they're very valuable mm-hmm. to larger corporates. So you know, we've got a a team who work on that specifically for um, for corporate clients as well. Um, you know, looking at that domain and and um, and trademark protection. I'm interested, um, Joe, in how you uh, fill your day because, like, you, you are currently running two. ASX companies. You're the MD of Web Central and you're the CEO of 5GN. So you must have a very good diary system or sort of some some hack to figure out how to how to stay on top of everything. Yeah, I mean I look at I guess it's um, you know, I've got good strong executive team. We've been working together now for, you know, most of us for sort of over over two years. Um, but I mean it would be had we've got hundred percent of the business, then um, you know, it'd be no different to you know, had we have owned, if we had acquired 100%, then it'd be still one business and you'd still be managing that. Yeah. I think it's, um, yeah. you know, it, it's you, 
you get the 5GN guys doing their, say, the network and cloud. That's what we're experts in. And then Web Central are really good at DevOps. So they're doing some DevOps work for 5GN. So it's really, you know, you've got a bigger employee base with these great skills. So it actually, um, you know, allows us to, to get on with some projects and, um, and you know, give us expertise in other areas we mightn't have had before. And, you you know, when you do acquisitions, you always learn, um, you know, that someone's doing it a bit better way or, or there's you know, mm-hmm. a better system. Um, so you then, you know, you roll that out into into the, you know, into, into 5GN. So we're taking advantage of that, you know, as well. So... Um, so what were so what were um, Joe some of the so after post the acquisition, what were some of the things once the dust settled where you thought oh okay well that's that's interesting what are some of the key learnings that you could you could pull out of the process? Yeah, I mean one one example is um, you know Web Central runs Salesforce, Five GN runs Salesforce. Uh, Web Central's got some dev guys who are specialists in that Salesforce area. Um, they you know turned on a lot more functionality. Um, than, than we have in 5GN. Um, so, you know, that was that was sort of one thing we looked at then, obviously taking advantage of, um, you know, the digital marketing expertise in the Web Central business. They're now providing services to, to 5GN. So, you know, hopefully we can start sort of generating a, a lot more online uh, inquiries or inbound inquiries uh, for, for our for 5GN services. So, you know, it's just taking the best of everyone's... Um, business and, and, and making sure that it's working across both. Now, what about the plans to improve uh, the customer experience for everyone and uh, improving care and support across 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 both businesses? Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, the majority of the support was being done over overseas in um, in the Philippines and, and you know, they've, they've really copped it with COVID um, and they're still copying it with COVID now. So that, I think, exposed quite a lot of Australian companies. Um, and you know, I guess you you, um, you you know we really don't appreciate how lucky we are, but um, you know it's about having a bit of flexibility that that caused our customers some some um, you know some heartache not being able to access the support team you know in the Philippines when when COVID fixed um, first took off and you know there was yes. obviously there was some you know some communication issues and things like that. So what we've set up is a is a is an onshore team doing the voice support. Some of the um, the email and chat is still done from from overseas so you know it's um and and it's and it's not so much um you know there's a language thing obviously but it's also on those long calls to you know international calls there's delay and sometimes the 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 voice line doesn't work very well so obviously in australia it's it's a lot clearer communication so you know that's sort of one of the things that our, our customers said well you know we want to um we want to have good support if i'm ringing in if um, and whereas on a chat or email, it might be a, a quick fix or we solve the problem. So, you know, you're kind of getting that balance. But, yeah, we've brought the team, the voice team on on, on shore and um, we're training those guys up and, and really bring them up to speed. But it's, you know, they're quite excited because they're, they're new and fresh and they, you know, we're certainly seeing um, the, the improvement in our CSAT scores, which is a, the measurement for customer satisfaction. Um, and mm. We've really focused on, you know, reducing the number of tickets and, how long it takes us to resolve a customer issue. So, you know, we're really starting to see the benefits of that after, you know, three months of, of you know, of hard work and, and rolling it out. And, you know, I, I think the customers are starting to see that as well. Cool. But we're also doing things in the background as well. We're making we're making our uh, systems easier to use and, and less complicated and, you know, trying to, I guess, um, allow our clients to be able to 
you know, if they want to set their reset their password, just making little things like that easier to do, um, you know, so that they can get on with what they're doing. They don't have to ring in and and uh, and get someone to do that for them. So, you know, there's just some a whole lot of tech things that we're fixing up as well. Because um, obviously, offshoring was a was a huge uh, trend, say ten years ago even 20 years ago, but uh, the reverse is now the case. Onshoring, bringing, bringing some of those workers or all of those workers uh, back home for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, um, I think, it, you know, various businesses working out how important the customers are. So, um, and, mm. you know, we probably didn't manage in the past that, that, um, that customer service overseas as well. You know, there is complications. But mm-hmm. We probably weren't managing it the best either. So... You know, if the if the you know some of the teams here in Australia, then then obviously you can um, you can manage that, see what's going on. I think it's you know there is there is cultural differences. You know, um, um, so I think that you know that just helps as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it seems to be a bit of a trend, which is you know which is good for which I guess is good for Australian employment. It's really tough finding you know people at the moment, though. I tell you, um, you know, it's uh, it's certainly in the tech space, so. That's Joe, does that have um, an impact um, financially uh, on the business? You know that that onshoring, because obviously uh, there's going to be um, a cost associated with that. But the flip side is your customers are probably stickier. Yeah, and they're happier, and you get less sort of repeat calls. So if we, mm. if we get the number of tickets down, then there's less calls in. So you know, it, it, it probably if you manage it properly, then you can. Um, you know, it, it works out about the same. Um, we'll probably start to see some savings over the next six months as we, as we, um, you know, bring on board more automated systems to to help clients, you know, through a chat or whatever. You know, there's a lot of a smart AI that you can use to, you know, um, help help clients. You know, one of the things we're looking at is, you know, customer rings in, we can identify who they are. Our 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 systems then go and interrogate the service that we're offering. Might be a website, might be running slow. Um, but uh, then it goes yeah, back okay. to the client and says, oh, you're ringing about your, your website being slow. Um, you know, you need to increase the storage capacity or whatever. You know, here's the price. Would you like to proceed? So, and then the next stage of that is is obviously being proactive and, and actually sending an email out or, or a call to the customer saying, look, you may start experiencing, you know, slowness on your website because it's running out of capacity. You know, would you like to upgrade? So, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of process improvement we want to do over the next 12 months, and that's why, you know, we really see although we're getting good benefits and and seeing good results with Web Central already, there's still you know a nice runway of improvements that we can see, you know, um, you know into the next sort of 12 months. And you know, you make your customer ha- customers happy, they buy more services, they refer a few more people. Um, you know, it's it's um, you know it's just good business. You've spoken about the synergies between Web Central and Five GN. What are the single entity and and brand plans? Uh, yeah, look, we want to um, certainly. Well, Five GN will stay where it is, and yeah. and and um, you know, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you know, we had a joke the other day about you know maybe we sell the name to uh, to Vodafone <laughs> or something. It's, um, There's a domain domain um, name joke there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, well, and the name, you know, everyone sort of uh, is um, talking five G networks mm. these days. Mm. But um, yeah, so that was a, that was a discussion we, you know, we had for for a few seconds. But um, 
look, with the Web Central business, it's all about simplifying it um, and making it easier for our customers to understand. There's no point us having, um, you know, different brands really offering similar products. So, you know, we have a different brand of um, the digital business to the domain business. So, you know, we've got, you know, two, three different domain businesses. So it's just about simplifying that. So we'll, we're working through that at the moment, um, you know, between you and I, it'll probably, you know, just go back to Web Central, but, um, you know, the marketing guys will start communicating that to the, the customers, but really communicating why we're doing it and that we're actually pr- improving their experience uh, and simplifying the business, um, you know, so that they have a better experience. And in terms of uh, your pipeline of, of product simplification, uh, can what's on, the, what's on the horizon there, Joe? Oh, look, for us, it's, um, you know, it's, it's those, those products I've probably mentioned before. It's, you know, domains, maybe there's some MBN type services we could push out through the card. I mean, 80% of the sales are done, um, you know, through, through, the, uh, through the card or the online portal, um, you know, so it's, it's an easy service, you know, for people to acquire. Um, you know, we're looking at some, um, you know, potentially there's some, um, you know, subscription TV type services. So there's, you know, anything that's that's easy to buy where where people know what they they want. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of opportunities there. Now, what about? I'd like to talk about the share price, if I if I might. Uh, the company's share price. Um, just looking at the graph, it's gone from about sixteen cents last October. Uh, I think it hit a peak earlier this month of around seventy three cents. It's it's come off a touch, but um, significant gains uh, in the share price. Um, what can you put that down to, and, and what what are uh, what are some of your investors telling you? Oh, look, obviously, um, you know, some people are happy that, it, that it's gone up. Some converted, obviously, their their web central to five G N shares, so they're not um, they're not overly happy with, with you know with, yeah. with that decision. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, but yeah, I'm not overly happy with the five G N share price either. But that's a that's another story. Um, look. You know, we knew that there was there was value in um, in Web Central, and it's why we fought so hard to to complete the um, you know to get the acquisition yeah. or get control of the company, even if it was fifty four percent. We knew we weren't going to get to a hundred, but um, that's why we worked so hard to to acquire it because we knew it was really undervalued. I mean, I think when we when we bought it, it was obviously you know eighteen million dollars or something like that for a business with you know really strong customer base, strong revenue streams. Um, so I'm not surprised that the that the um, that the share price has risen. I think, you know, once some of that that debt has been um, repaid, yes, um, I think the, the the market will then probably look at Web Central a little bit more favourably. Mm. I think there's there's certainly confusion in the market as to to why we didn't acquire 100 percent, and um, you know, kind of what's going to happen next. And you know, I kind of I understand that as well. So that's sort of impact share prices um but you know we'll push on and and we'll drive ebitda which you know ultimately is um you know it's your ebitda by by whatever the industry multiple is is you know is the valuation in most cases so uh we'll just stay focused on that terrific all right joe well let's let's leave it there for today it's been uh, it's been great catching up with you uh, again this time focusing on on web central and we will watch uh the company progress with interest for the rest of the year we will keep an eye on that share price as well because it is it is heading in the right direction and we wish you all the very best uh, for the months and years ahead thanks for joining us today thanks justin cheers